All right, everyone, we're back uh, again with uh, our overtime uh, episode uh, where we're just going to go over our week 11 picks. 12, week 12 actually. Picks. Yeah, week, week 12. Week 12 picks. Uh, can you believe it? I know. It's, it's, and, uh, it's crazy, so dude. It's going so fast. But, it always uh, does. I know. Always I know. does. But uh, before we get into that, we just wanted to briefly touch on our draft disappointment so far. Yes. Um, just a couple of the players that uh, we kind of had high expectations for uh, coming out that really haven't, uh, you know, done much to, still, I mean, I guess, uh, back up their, their draft standing. Yeah. Um, but uh, I guess I will... Uh, uh, I'll start, and I don't. I don't want to really do the obvious ones um, because I think you know anyone can say Trevor Lawrence or Zach Wilson. Um, like, I mean, I was I was going to go Zach Wilson. Me but, too. Yeah, I was too. Um, but like, you know, quarterback is one of those like you're not really expected to be much. Like, it's more of just a feeling out process, developing. Like, especially a team like the Jets and the Jaguars. Like, they are, are uh, a rebuilding organization. They're building this foundation. And both of them started in the building of the foundation. Right. It's not like you're jumping into like, a, hey, you were the missing piece. It's like you are one of the very many missing pieces. So I don't expect much, but Zach Wilson is someone that I would like to see better decision making from because I think he has shown like that he's shown off his arm, arm talent um, a couple times and he also has shown his ability to go for it, which I think we talked about earlier in the year where it's like, that's a good thing, but Robert Sala pointed out um, again uh, after the game against the Patriots where sometimes it's good to play boring. Uh, yeah. You need to. And Zach Wilson would go for it too much. Sometimes that ends up with four interceptions. I was a little nervous of him coming from Boise State to the New York market. BYU. Or BYU, sorry. From coming from BYU into the New York market because it's a big jump. You know, it's it like, you're getting a lot of exposure. You're not the king of the campus and all that kind of stuff. So. I don't know. I always I always get worried yeah. and stuff like that. Take what you, take what it's worth, yeah, you know, yeah. or do what you want with it. But that's something I look at. So yeah. you know. Um, and uh, so I, I agree. And I'm just gonna leave it at that. I'm not really gonna go too much into the quarterbacks. Um, so, but I, I will say, so far, just going down this looks like in a, an absurd amount of uh, first round picks have been very good. I, like, a lot of them have been like, good. I'm and looking, actually, you know what? Now that I'm looking at them. A lot of the picks that we scratched our head at, we had reason to scratch our head at. So, you know? Yeah. I will say one, and I, I admittedly was high on him. Um, I don't think you were as as high on it, but Zayden Collins has been very good. Yeah. For the Cardinals. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like that pick. But up. let's talk about the the main one, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I know, I know you wanted to get them. Back. He's been straight up awful. Yeah. Um, even dating back to I think uh, week one when they were when they were playing against I think the Ravens, mm-hmm. and they ended up winning the game, which is awesome for them. I mean, the Raiders did, but he was just out of position, and yeah. he, he has been pretty much the whole time. I believe he's playing guard for the most part. Yeah, he is. So. And, that's, and honestly, that is where he should play. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I don't put all the blame on him um, because he was always projected. I remember even, like, he, like a year before that, that drafting would happen, everyone was like, he's better projected at guard. Um, but so, And I think he's been playing a little bit better. Uh, he well, he's definitely been playing better at guard than at tackle. Uh, but he's gotten you know better the last couple of games, and you know, hey, I I, I root for him to be good. Um, I do but, too. I root but, for all these guys to be yeah. good, man. They're just, I mean, you know, they they work so hard, you know, yeah. playing in college, devoting their life to just getting you know in shape and ready to 
play football, one of the toughest sports, you know, going to battle every freaking Sunday or Monday or even Thursdays or possibly even Saturdays. But anyway, however, the NFL wants to make their schedule and stuff, but not so good thus far for Alex Leatherwood. Yeah. Um, and another guy that I wanted to point out, this guy I was actually super high on, and he hasn't been um, terrible in the, the, the facet that I envisioned him being in. Like, you know, he, the guy is an edge rusher, and he's mainly one of those guys that's like, his one job is to go after the quarterback. Um, and he's done like, you know, an okay job at it. it it's Jalen Phillips. I was, I was going to bring him up. So he has three and a half sacks this year, which, you know, like halfway through the season for a rookie, uh, you know, isn't terrible. Um, but he has 29 combined tackles, 14 solos, two tackles for a loss, which is really the, the one that, that sticks out to me a lot and 10 quarterback hits. Uh, I expected uh, a lot more of an impact from him. Um, so I, I'm a little disappointed so far. I mean, a three and a half sacks isn't terrible um, to me. Like if he finishes with like seven sacks for rookie year, I feel like that's, that's pretty good, especially on a Miami team that's just like you're not getting much elsewhere. Um, but overall, I would say, especially for what I envisioned of him, because I, you know, I've said it multiple times, this is to you. Uh, I thought that he was the best, pa- uh, the best pass, r- uh, the, the the pass rusher with the most potential in this draft. And I didn't really think there was much in this pass draft. Right. But I, I said I was on record several times saying I thought he was the best pass rusher coming out of Miami over Gregory Rousseau. Um, and I thought he was the best pass rusher in the draft. The only thing I was worried about was was the concussions. But overall, he's been uh, a, a disappointment for me. He has been. Um, yeah. I was. I was. I was gonna pick him too. That you know, he's been a ghost most weeks and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, um, a guy I wanted to point out too was uh, Jamin Davis. Yeah. Who has who showed flashes yeah. a couple of games and yeah. whatnot, but for for the most part, I mean, he's been kind of a liability. For being the nineteenth overall pick for a linebacker. Exactly, like, and there were rumblings like early on that like he was climbing the draft ladders and stuff. Yeah, he was, and it, that goes to show, like, he, he was. He, he did, in fact, climb those ladders because he went in the first round, but I think he was more of, like, a, you know, late second, third round type of guy. But It's, it's another thing, too, like, you're going to take him over Jeremiah Owosu-Kamaro. Yeah, right. We all projected to go at pretty much at this slot. At this slot, and, or a little bit later, like, yeah, mid-20s. Yeah, and we all also said that he's the best, like, linebacker in the class. Um, and obviously, he didn't go to way later, but... Uh, but yeah, I mean, Davis has shown, like, I guess with all of these guys, like they've shown like a little bit of something where they're not just a complete disaster. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I, I would expect more from him, you know, getting drafted at the 19th slot. I don't know um, if I should bring up this guy, but I mean, I think we both thought he would need some time to develop a little bit. And that's kind of why they took him here because I liked his upside. I see you're smiling over there. Caleb Farley? Uh, I was, I was, okay. you know, I was looking at him before, but he, he's coming back from a major injury, and unfortunately, yeah, yeah, he got yeah, yeah. another major injury right, again. Right. But I want to say Trey Lance. Oh, oh, okay. you know, yeah, when, he, when he did have that one start where Garoppolo was out, he was awful. Yeah, he wasn't good. You know, he tried to actually do what he did at North Dakota State, lower his shoulder into the defenders, and That's you fun. can't be doing that at the NFL level. Like, they'll, they'll take advantage of you. I mean, you can if you're like Josh Allen and stuff like that, yeah. but. 
you know, he had his awakening uh, playing the Cardinals, and he, he wasn't really good. You know, his, his accuracy was terrible. Um, he didn't really have a good rhythm on the offense. And he, I mean, he showed flashes in training camp and stuff, but I don't know how much weight you want to hold with that. But like I said, in his one start that he had to showcase what he, you know, his talents and everything, um, it didn't really bode well. Yeah, I, I agree. I 100% agree, actually. Um, and, you know, I, I, I struggle, like, because Trey Lance is, like, such a weird situation where like their sandwiches look like hot and cold with Garoppolo and Garoppolo I feel like has played like he's done he's done what Garoppolo does like and he's done you know he's done I guess a a fine job but it's a run first offense but yeah I mean the fact that Trey Lance isn't able to take that from him or wasn't able to take that from him was a little bit like well, wow. even even the big play that he had to Debo Samuel, I mean, he completely underthrew Debo Samuel. He did. Like, and Debo just has been doing yeah. what he's been doing this year is making amazing yeah. plays. So, but it, it's it's pretty insane. Like I, I was like expected to go through this. Like I've gone through other drafts and like pick out a lot of names. The first the first round was a a home run. It was. Like, I mean, I'm looking at all these other names. And everyone, you know, save for like you know, the guys like Travis Etienne, obviously. Right. All, all these guys have been, you know, up to the standard I expected. Or even like, for example, like Peyton Turner from the Saints. That was a big head scratcher for us. Yeah. Like, and I haven't watched a lot of Saints, but like, I his name's come up. Like, yeah. Like he's been like, I mean, like, okay, like. I, he hasn't been a complete ghost like I expected him to be because I didn't have a high grade on him. Uh, the one that I'm going to ask you about uh, Go ahead. to just get your read is Eric Stokes for Green Bay. Okay, good. I'm glad you brought this up because I actually went down the first round order and, you know, I, I, you know, I've watched a few Packer games this year and I've been kind of impressed with him. Yeah. And I, sometimes I'm like, okay, well... They, they reached on him, so, you know, he's been a liability in some places. But I think he's made some decent plays being a rookie going against, like, you know, NFL NFL talent, yeah, you know, very in hard my to opinion. Be a cornerback. Exactly. One of the toughest positions to play outside of quarterback, in yeah. my opinion. Yep, I so I think I think he's done very well, you yeah. know. Um, could he – I mean, obviously he could get better, but I think, like, the scrutiny that the Packers got when they drafted him – was and it, it's paid off. Yeah, in, in my opinion, it's paid. Yeah. Off. Um, and two of the other names that I want to. Ooh, can I go first? Yes, yes, of course. So, when you mentioned that the first round has been pretty much a home run, so I, I went down the second round and third round. Yeah, that's so I get okay, good. So I want to point out a guy that I thought who was going to be lights out. Terrace Marshall. Terrace Marshall I was just Jr. About to say, I was just about yes, to say. I mean he hasn't recorded a stat in a month. Yeah, his last catch was against the Vikings, October seventeenth. Yeah, he has been an absolute ghost. He has been. Yes, and is it is that the Sam Darnold effect? You know, maybe I don't know, but the thing is, I don't know because like, so he hasn't had any like the last. I'll go over the last like five games from October tenth to uh, November twenty first. Mm-hmm. Three targets, two targets, one target, two targets, one target. Right. Like. I don't think, like, okay, so obviously you have DJ Moore. Uh, you know how I feel about Robbie Anderson. I think Robbie Anderson is just, I don't know, I don't think he's, I, I think Terrace Marshall is a better receiver than Robbie Anderson. I agree. And I think that he 
should have like taken that that spot as like that second guy because I mean, outside of their running backs, what other options do they have, like receiving wise? Nothing. Yeah, like I mean, why hasn't Terrace Marshall you know done much? And I think Matt Rule has done you know a very good job. I mean, you see the effect that like DJ Moore's having a great year, um, and yeah, like you can point to. Sam Darnold's deficiencies and all that stuff, but like, I mean, at a certain point though, you'd have to imagine like, especially with all the like Robbie Anderson with all these drops, like all these guys with their drops, and uh, you'd think that Terrace Marshall would be kind of like, a good, and the fact that he's not is more so like, hey, what like what is going on here? Right. You know? Absolutely. Um, so I, I don't. He's been. I really thought that he was going to be kind of like uh, in the. There's a lot of good receivers this draft, but like I thought that he would be a guy that's talked about more about like an up and coming guy, and he's really been forgotten. I haven't heard his name. I haven't either. Yeah, so like he's been forgotten. Like even guys like you know who haven't like blown up yet. And this this one guy I'm about to mention, like it isn't fair because of the offense that he's in and whatever. But like they use him because they play to his strengths. Rondell Moore. Yeah, you have these crazy stats, but you can tell, you can see it there. It's like, there. This guy's gonna be a stud, and once like Christian Kirk is gone, maybe Green Town, Ronald Moore's gonna be a big part of that offense. And they already, you, they find ways to get get him the ball, right? He sweeps and around all this little stuff. They find ways to get him the ball because he's shown them something. Terrace Marshall, they're not looking. They're not look at the targets. They're not looking at him because they haven't seen much from him. I know. Like. Because the pr- I mean, they it, were throwing the ball. Like, it's not like they weren't throwing the ball because Christian McCaffrey's out, you know, all those weeks. Right. They're throwing the ball to much success, no. But like, <laughs> right. They're throwing the ball, and the fact that Terrace Marshall hasn't been included in that, because especially, too, so, like, you know, the, the old saying, like, if something's broke, don't fix it. Right. Well, if something's broke, you got to fix it. Shit was broke. <laughs> and, like, you think maybe Terrace Marshall, oh, maybe it's time to get Terrace Marshall more involved. Nope. Right. Nope. Hey, you know, um, I, I I thought it was gonna be more of a player. Me too. Me too. And, and another one. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'll let you go. This went. Was another uh, a pick that went just before Terrence Marshall was Dwayne Eskridge, <sighs> which was a big head scratcher to me um, because I like that was like kind of an off the board pick, and I was just like, what are they doing? And then like, and then when they drafted, they're like, oh, you know, they like, um, you know, they like. Uh, his speed, he's one of those like shorter guys that's really fast. Um, he has one catch for six yards. That's it? One catch for six yards. Wow. Uh, well, hey. actually, that's, a, that's as of week nine. Um, let me just double check what it's what that's still, be- still better stats than uh, Jalen Rager. So there's that. No, it's not, yeah. but it's it's bad. Yeah. It's like but, he has one catch. Uh, Every week for the last five weeks, and I think he has like five yards. I think some of them went for negative. Oh, 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 oh get this. Good. Um, oh, hold on. Wait, that can't be right either. What happened? Oh, so, no. So now he has, well, it says here he has two catches for two yards. So he must have lost yards, and he has two rushes for 22 yards. I'm sorry. Like, and this is a bigger, this is a bigger issue. Seattle is so bad. At drafting, like it, it's not even. Fun. I'm shocked because they used to be so. They good. used to be so good. Yeah, and they are horrible now because they have so many needs on that team, and they decided to go and they didn't have a lot of picks. 
And they decided that in the second round at pick 56, when there's a lot of, let me tell you the guys after him. Nick Bolton, we'll even just say Terrace Marshall. Creed Humphrey, who's been one of the best rookies this year. Yep. Um, uh, Aaron Robinson, uh, Osa Adigizua, Josh Palmer, we'll even throw out there. Diami Brown, Tommy Tremble, um, Wyatt Davis. Uh, Wyatt Davis yeah. is a player, dude. Patrick Jones, Anthony Schwartz, who's been more of an impact. Yep. Robert Hainsey. Ben Cleveland, um, and, you know the list. The list goes on, um, but like, <laughs> what what are they like? What what are they doing? I, I don't what, know. What are they doing? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just like I just in my first statement where like they they've been so good at drafting, but it's just weird to see them have this fall from grace where they just miss because, so bad. But I mean. They, of course they miss, but like, you know, the, the draft, you know, Metcalf. I mean, that's worth something. No, that is, but like, is that, is that an outlier? Because I don't know what else. Yeah, they took else, a chance on someone's health. Who, who else have they yeah. have, have they drafted in recent memory that like stands out? <laughs> Nobody. 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 I can't, I literally can't think of anybody. No, I can't either. Maybe I, Carson. But and, and he's like and, okay, and, and that's and that's one that I'll say. But like, it's the running back position. Like, you can draft. Let's see, Khalil Herbert went undrafted in this. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, running backs fall from trees. Yeah, they, they do. do. They, they do. do. They fall from trees. They do. Like, and, and you know what? If you draft one, doesn't work. You can pick one up off the waiver wire, and he will work. Yeah. Like, you can find running backs. So I don't give anybody... And you can, and you can even trade, like, a fifth rounder for somebody. I, you know? Exactly. Yeah. It, it, fifth rounder is a lot. Yeah, it is. You can trade a seventh rounder. Yeah. I don't give... I will say this right now. I give nobody... I, give, I don't give anybody any credit for drafting a running back. No. No. Especially no. not in the first round. No, no, no. no. You know? Especially not that. But, like, yeah. across the board, like, there's hits and there's not... Like, there's just, you're like, okay, yeah, you have your... You're Derrick Henry's, you're Dalvin Cooks, you're like guys like that that are like, okay, they're, you know, Derrick Henry, a generational player that really does impact your team. But like, what, like, I don't know. Derrick Henry might be an outlier. Yeah. But like, other teams, like, does the running back, does that running back make that much of a difference? Like, if you were to plug in another running back, like, I know, agreed. Like, Zeke, for example. Zeke, like, you can plug in literally 20 other running backs at least that are in this league right now, and the Cowboys are the same, if not better, if not, like, they're not, their offensive dynamic isn't changing. Agreed. And it's the same way across the board. The Titans are the one team that, like, and maybe the Saints, because of what Kamara offers and what Henry offers, like, Henry is just like a... An anomaly because you just can't stop him. Oh, he's a beast. But yeah. like, I mean, that, that every other that. team, it's just like there's great running backs and mm-hmm. there's great running backs that change. Like Nick Chubb, like they they literally help their team win. They're a net positive player. But if there was a similar running back in that offense, like if you replace Dalvin Cook with Nick Chubb, the team's the same. Absolutely. Saquon Barkley with Nick Chubb, the team's the same. Mm. I, but I'm taking Saquon like out of the Giants equation, like. He's a lost cause on the Giants. They should get rid of him. But besides the point, 
but, but I'm not even making the argument. No, that it's like no, Barclay I know. I'm not arguing with you either. I just kind of like have a lot of thoughts running through my mind when I mention Barkley because like you know the talent, you know how good he is. He's a generate, he's a generational player. Yeah. But it just I don't see. It. Okay, but, it, but, but my, I know what you're but, saying. But my talent. thing is, how many more wins do the Cleveland Browns, uh, or how many more losses do the Cleveland Browns have if they have? Barkley in the lineup instead of Chubb. I'll tell you what, they, they the Browns any... would have lost Sunday against the Lions if they had Barkley. I don't, I don't think they would have. I, I don't, I don't. Chubb I, had 22 carries for 138 yards. I know, I know. No, Barkley ain't getting that. He might. Behind the, behind the. When was Barkley Browns? last 100 yard game? Uh, but it's on the Giants. I'm Three saying, years ago. I'm saying it's on the Giants. If, it's, if he's on the Browns behind the best offensive line in football and with Kevin Stefanski, an actual coordinator and a guy who throws. Well, use Barkley in the past. Barkley's a better receiver than Chubb is. Right. Like, I'm saying, you know, if Barkley's on the ground, but the argument isn't even like Barkley's better than Chubb. It's, I, know. I don't think they are losing a game because Barkley is in there instead of Chubb. And I don't think they would win a game because Barkley is in there. Other I think they're the same team. That's I my, think, that's I, I still think they lose Sunday. Okay, I disagree. Fair enough. But, but fair. But yeah. like, I, I, my point, I see your point. My point, my point is that I don't think these running backs on good teams, uh, like I think there's other running backs that you can plug in and the team is the same. Other good running backs. I, I'm not heard, saying, I, like, I do agree with you. I I'm not saying you. you plug in Jeff McNichols or whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> and like, oh, like, you know, you, you plug him in for Nick Chubb and it's the same team. No. Right. I'm just saying there's about 20. Starting caliber There's backs. about 20 to 25 running backs in this league that you can plug into that team. And like, you can maybe come away with a game a game at most, I think. That's Do you think the Browns win with, like, Miles Sanders? I, do, I, I, I think that maybe, like, so you can make the argument they might not put as much points or something like this, but I think... I mean, they only put up 13. I, I know, but, oh, uh, uh, we're just going that game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I still think they win. I still think they win okay. because it, it's, it's just how you use a guy. And I think it the running back is also a dependent position to the most part. Obviously, next level. Some guys, you know, can do stuff. The next level. Some guys have physical attributes like Henry, or you know, just shifty ability like Kamara and catching and route running and stuff like that, where they make that little bit of extra difference. But there's so many other guys that it's just like, like for example, Nick Chubb here. Let's just say, for example, Saquon Barkley is is here. In the on the Browns, Connor's offense. hands are almost at the same height. Uh, on, the, <laughs> on, on the Browns offense, yeah, gotcha. Not, not Saquon Barkley on the Giants, Saquon Barkley on the Browns, Nick Chubb on the Browns, Dalvin Cook on the Browns, like Derrick Henry on the Browns, like they're all at the same level where it doesn't, you know. Yeah. My point is, my point is like, <laughs> yeah. draft running backs late. You can find them. Anywhere. Good. That that I agree. With. I like that philosophy, yeah. but. Um, I just want to quickly go through, actually, too, now that I look at the second round. Shout-outs of really good players they picked in the second round. Uh, Aziz Ojulari, yes. uh, great, great pick. Landon Dickerson is, yep. a, is a great, great pick, pick, too, as well. Pat Fryermuth, great who pick. has been ridiculous. Yep. Uh, Jeremiah Wosu Camaro. Um, I've seen Dylan Redunz have a couple good plays with the Titans. Um, I was actually going to ask about him. Yeah, he's he's had a, he's had a couple of decent plays. I think uh, he needs a little bit more time developing and whatnot. But uh, maybe you know, in the next year is where, where I see that jump. And I'm, I'm kind of gonna block out the the last game, but Titans defense has been good. Yeah. Oh yeah, Vrabel Vrabel has them ready to go. 
They've been really good. He has them ready to go. Uh, and I'm really going to – I really wish Caleb Farley stayed healthy because yeah. I, I like him. But, yeah. he, he just, you know, you can tell it was affecting him. Um, now, going back to – just switching gears because that's what, that's what I like to do. Going back to another disappointment, and I don't have much to say after this. I'm just going to throw the name out there. Probably one of the biggest disappointments in the draft. Tutu Atwell. Oh, yeah. I, I was I – was, well, I was thinking about throwing him out there, but what? He got hurt. Like – he, he got hurt, and uh, that, I mean that that pick was a head scratch for me anyway. It was. I mean, I don't Respect. think LA really cares. Well, that that's uh, you know? I, I literally <laughs> felt like they made that pick like uh, whatever. Yeah. Because at the time they had Deshaun Jackson. Not that Juju Atwell is Deshaun Jackson like a, a deep route runner at all, but I was like, I was like they have like hey, we could use a returner. Like who's like a team on Austin? Yeah. Austin again because I was like. Sure, it's the Rams, but this is a completely different Rams team and regime. I know. I was like, what are they getting at here? Because, like, I don't know, Tutu Atwell, I mean, like, at his best is, like, Tariq Cohen. Oh, but, I mean, come on. You can't You can't even lie. He hasn't even recorded a stat. No, no. I, I, you know? No, like, he, no, I'm saying, but, like, that was a pick. That, that pick's like a, I mean, I don't even know. I just don't think they care. I mean, I, I would definitely say a disappointment, but I would be like, I don't know. My, my thing is like, I don't know how I could get more disappointed from the bottom level. Like, yeah, no, I yeah, like, yeah. And I think like, like they have too much talent for him to go on the field too. He just doesn't fit their offense. Yeah, he doesn't. Like, what are they gonna use him for? Yeah. Like, especially did, did they get Stafford before the draft? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. It was one of the, it was one of those like week after the Super Bowl trades where like they can't announce it yet. That yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, you that's know. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So. Um. But yeah, like I was just like, where are they using him in this offense? That's like, is it just to keep like defenses honest because they can like run a few jet sweeps with him? Like. Yeah, like, I think they just it was one of those players like they. I mean, it's a high pick, but because it's a second round pick, but. They're just like, hey, we're just gonna we like this guy. So if he turns out to be something cool, if not, we'll just trade the next year's draft pick to somebody. You know, like uh, uh, yeah, that's really I, probably I, where they're at. I still don't know because I mean, again, there's a lot of guys on the board there that I would have. Yeah, I mean, look who was taken after him, right? I mean, um, Nick Bolton. again, as you Nick, said, Nick Bolton, Terrace Marshall, Carlos Basham, yeah, Basham, yeah. Um, you can never have enough offensive line. I gotta go. I, you know what? Let me just touch up on the third round real quick because I want to see who was taking that third round real quick. Uh, third round. Third round. And then we'll get into our picks and stuff. We got another couple minutes of this segment here and then we'll get into that. I mean, the third round, like, there's not a lot of guys that really, like, stand out yet, but there's guys that, like, I would take over Tutu Atwell in like hopes of being a part of the future. Yeah, I would take a Dynamic Brown over him. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, right. Oh, 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 just in terms of receivers, I, I was talking about other. Receivers. Well, no, I was like, I was I was looking down the list and I was like, well, you know, I mean, I like. I definitely think I liked Aaron Robinson as a player. Yeah. Um, hasn't really shown much yet, well, but he, he got played, hurt he too. Play, he just played his first. Game. He just played his first yeah. game. Okay, so, but and, I do and, like the and, talent and he, there. And he had a, a like he had a good grade for. Good, good. I, I like him as a player. He's, yeah. he's nasty. I do like Milton Williams. Not going to be biased for the Eagles. I've just seen him play a lot. He's very fast. Yeah. I like that. So, um, let's see. Let's take Amari Rodgers. I was going to say, even Amari Rodgers, who has been 
I mean, I don't even know if he's a disappointment versus like, a, do they even use him at yeah. all? Because I, I, I don't. Hell, man, I would take Tommy Tremble over I, him. I don't see him on the field at all. And I, I was gonna bring up Mario Rogers, but I was also like, <sighs> after after they signed Randall Cobb, I was like, okay, Mario Rogers is seeing the field, but um, and I, I was kind of like hit or miss on Mario Rogers. I, I felt like he was one of the better slot receivers in the draft, but when he went to Green Bay. I was just like, eh, I, I don't really see him being a factor there for whatever reason. And he hasn't been, but I would still take Amari Rogers over Tutu Atwell. Yeah, I think I, I think yeah. I would too. Uh, oh my, then you got the fourth round picks. You got Michael Carter. I would take Michael Carter over him. Why not? Because especially at Cam Akers towards ACL. Yeah, I would take Jabril Cox over him. Yep. Uh, Ramor- oh, Ramondre Stevens. Yep. Chubba Hubbard. Oh, God. Looks, see, this just plays into like your your whole uh, like mindset of like running backs. Look at the running backs taken in the fourth round. You got freaking uh, Michael Carter, Kenneth Gainwell in the fifth. fifth. Yeah, that's the fifth round. Khalil Herbert was undrafted. Yep. I had Khalil Herbert. So uh, in, in this draft, um, I had you know, Najee Harris, Travis Etienne, um, Javante Williams is like the top three. I had Kenneth Gainwell as my fourth. I had, uh, well, actually, Michael Carter. Michael Carter and Kenneth Gainwell are kind of like flip-flopping for me, but regardless, that, that, that makes up my top five. Um, Khalil Herbert was my my six. Trey Sermon was after that, I believe. I can't think there's anyone before that. Um, but oh, the Jets drafted two Michael Carters. Yeah, cornerback. Yeah. Um, so with that said... So with that said, Tutu Atwell is just terrible. Yeah, he, he, he just... Yeah. But it, it's just not a fit. Like, I, I don't really know why. Especially the Rams who have, like, no draft picks. Yeah. Like, why didn't, why they didn't even, like... Because they had in their mind already... That they're going for it, and then even this year they prove it. We're going for it again. Yep. Draft guys that will be on the cheap, that will be replacement guys. So like, you don't need maybe you don't need a center right now. Draft Creed Humphrey. Like draft guys that you'll be like, hey, you know, when we do have to make some changes, if we don't win. Sorry about that. (laughs) Um, like draft guys that can be backups and you know learn and you know they can develop under this stellar roster that they start the next wave because that's what the Patriots are so good at doing is they would win, 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 but they'd also prepare for the next wave of teams. How many teams did they have where they're just like outside of like Tom Brady and like a few guys, like this is a completely different roster. Yeah. They would build. They see like good teams do that. Like, you know, they find those like, few cornerstone like pieces and stuff yeah. and they just keep on just yeah. feeding it through yeah. like a Devin McCourty you know exactly. like um, um the middle linebacker Dante Hightower, Hightower. you know players yeah. like that you know Kyle Van Noy for a couple of years you know good like like just good and a lot good of these players. guys were middle round picks Man. And, they, and they drafted them like with the like hey you know you're not going to be a factor right now but come you know we still plan on winning and we're going to have late round picks and you know maybe not a lot of salary cap but we're going to plan on, you know, in a few right. years, you be a guy and we're going to keep the process rolling. Yeah. It works. Yeah, Gronk. And you know, so just... that, I, I'm not going to say this is going to be like a, 
you know, the downfall of the Rams for selecting Tutu Atwell here, but like it's a care it, it, a little bit. It's it's yeah. it's it's a move that's like uh, you know, hey, you gotta do better than this. Yeah. If you wanna be a contender for the next four years. Right. And teams are gonna be watching the Rams too because they wanna see if their whole philosophy is gonna work. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, the last couple weeks hasn't worked, but maybe the buy that got their shit together a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I still have them as a, a contender. Me too. So with that said, you want to make our uh, week twelve Let's picks? Make picks? All right, man. So actually, uh, every week we make our picks, and we usually skip the Eagles and Giants game. And hey, Connor, we got a matchup this week. We got the Eagles and Giants, so we'll save that one for last. Yes. All right. So uh, Thanksgiving in traditional fashion, we have the horrible Lions trekking out there. Have the visiting Bears come in, and I think regardless of Tyler, Tyler Boyd, what's it? No, not Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd's a receiver out of Cincinnati. Yes. Tim Boyd. Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle. I don't know, whatever the hell his name is. He's probably he might start either way if Jared Goff starts. I think they're still going to lose. I'm going to pick the Bears and Andy Dalton winning this game. I think it's going to be a score of twenty to ten. I have 21 to 10 Bears, and I hope that the Lions prove me wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, you get that top five pick, I man. Know. So I'm rooting for the Lions. Uh, you got the messy Raiders. Timmy Boyle, come on down. <laughs> come on down, come baby. Come on down, bud. <laughs> so you got the Raiders traveling to Dallas. I think Dallas can have a nice bounce-back game yep. against the Raiders, who can't seem to find their way or get out of any type of horrible situation they have going for them. So I think the Cowboys are going to win here big. I think it's going to be a score of 35 to 20. I have 34-24 Dallas. There you go. You got Bills at Saints. So the Bills like to beat on bad teams, and the Saints aren't really good because they got Trevor Simeon playing, but maybe their wonder boy uh, Taysom Hill starts. Who knows? Uh, Probably going to be Trevor Simeon. So I think the Bills are going to win. Bounce back game for the Bills. I think this is going to be another decent blowout. I'm going to say 38 to 24. I'm going to have it 31 to 20 Buffalo. Um, And I think the Saints are going to score in garbage time. But I think Buffalo has a commanding victory here. But, hey, it's at New Orleans. uh, With the spotlight on, I need to see something from Josh Allen this game. Yeah. And I, I don't I don't know. It's just from our our, our uh, fantasy like championship last year. I just have horror stories of the Saints and holiday games with Alvin Kamara having freaking six touchdowns. Ridiculous. How lucky am I? Alvin Kamara six touchdowns last year. Jonathan Taylor five touchdowns. This what, year. What, what round did you draft Jonathan Taylor last year? Uh, the fifth or sixth. Or no something way. Like something like that. Yeah, it was, I think it was the fifth. I think it was the fifth. Hey, blame everyone else. <laughs> I have an I have an objection to that. Yeah. So anyway, we got the Steelers traveling to Cincinnati, and I think the daggers in the coffin last week for the Steelers. And you know they had that game to win against the Chargers, and they really coughed it up. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to pick the Bengals to win here. I think it'll be it's a divisional game, so it'll be closer than people probably think. I think the Bengals are going to win uh, 28 to 21. I have 21 17 Bengals. Cool. That the Panthers traveling to Miami and God Carolina and Cam Newton, please win this game. Yes. And I think they're going to. I think it's going to be a score of 24 to 14, Carolina. I have 27 to 20, Carolina. Okay. Uh, this is going to be the Eagles and Giants game where we have the Titans traveling to New England to face the Patriots. Mike Vrabel coming back to face his foe, Bill Belichick. And I think the Patriots might actually pull this one out here. Um, but then again, I don't. 
I think the Titans are going to win this game, and it's going to be a score of pretty big defensive game, I am predicting. I think it's going to be a score of 20 to 17 Titans. I have the Titans winning this game as well, and I have it 26 to 21. Right, a little more scoring. Yeah. A little more scoring above. Uh, we got the – I wouldn't catch myself dead watching this game. The Atlanta Falcons traveling to Jacksonville oh to play the God. Jaguars. Um, oof, woof. Uh, the Falcons have scored three points in the last two weeks. Uh, wow. Uh, I'm going to pick the Jaguars to win this game. I think the Falcons might score a little bit more um, on the Jaguars. But then again, the Jaguars held the Bills to six points at one point this season. So, you know, hey. Uh, Jaguars going to win, I think. Twenty. Uh, no, nah, they're not going to score that much points. 21 to 17. I have Jacksonville winning 20 to 14. There you go. All right. We got, ah, that's a good game. Buccaneers traveling to Indianapolis to play yeah, the Colts. This is an interesting game. Um, the Colts have had a quite the win streak here the last three games. I think that ends on Sunday. Um, I'm going to pick the Buccaneers to win this game. And it's going to be a close game, I think, just because of the Colts' defense. Um, I think it's going to be a score of 34 to 27. I know I have, that doesn't seem that close, but, you know. I have the score 30 to 27. Colts. I want what you're having. I have the Colts winning this one. All right. Then we have another game I wouldn't catch myself dead watching, and that's the Jets traveling to Houston to play the Texans. Ah, uh, wow. I think Zach Wilson's going to play this game because we've got uh, Flacco and Mike White on COVID protocol right now. So they're out. Um, I think my boy Tyrod Taylor. I think I think the Houston Texans are going to win this game. I think it's going to be a score of 24 to 14. I have 23-20 Houston. Okay. And we got the Chargers traveling to Denver, who just got flexed to the Sunday night game instead of the 405 slot. So I'm going to pick the Chargers to win this game. Uh, Denver did have a bye, though, so maybe they got a little little rest that they needed. But I still think, you know, Justin Herbert's just an animal. So Chargers going to win. I think it's going to be a score of 31 to – I keep picking that 31. 31-21. I have the Chargers winning. Here's a score for you. 33-24. <laughs> Love the 33. Yeah. All right. So then we got the Vikings traveling to San Francisco or um, – where the hell are they? They're not – Santa Clara. Santa Clara to face the Niners. So I'm going to pick – I'm going to pick the Vikings. Okay. I'm going to say 28 to 25. I am also picking the Vikings, and I have this game as 28 to 20. Okay. And we got probably one of the games of the week yep. here. Yep. Uh, L.A. Rams traveling to Green Bay to face the Packers. Aaron Rodgers threw four touchdown passes last week. Maybe he's back to form a little bit, looking good. But Rams have had a very – Bad showing these last couple weeks. Right. And this could be a game that could be the tiebreaker for the one seed at some point. So I think the Rams might actually win this game. I'm going to pick the Rams. I think it's going to be a score of – going to be high scoring. 38 yeah, – high scoring for the Rams. 38-27. 
I have 35-31 Rams. Mm. I think the Rams are going to come in with a head full of steam be like, yo, we're in Lambeau. We're going to punch you in the Yeah, back. playoffs last year, losing in the playoffs and yeah. stuff. So, yeah, they're going to want to show out a little bit. Uh, I got the Browns traveling to Baltimore to play the Ravens. And this game – this game did get flexed out, right? Wait a minute. Did the, I, I don't know what uh... – I, I saw it got I saw a game got flexed out. Yeah, I know, and I'm wondering if, what I'm looking at is updated because I have Denver and the Chargers at 405, and I have Baltimore, Cleveland at 820. So I don't know if that is the updated version. Or... I do too, but hold on, bear with us for a yeah. second. I kind of want to see because I, I mean that game should. Be I think they flexed game. out Seahawks and Washington actually. Well, that's Monday night. Yeah, I yeah, know, and I think oh. they did. I mean, cool because who the fuck cares about that game on Monday night? Hey, nobody cares about that. But Cleveland and Baltimore should definitely be the Sunday night game. Next Sunday's night, San Francisco. Oh, no, sorry. Is this next week? Being at the NFL. Like we flexed out today with either Denver at Kansas City. Oh, no, they're talking about next week. Okay, so never mind. I stand corrected. All the games stand for this week they're talking about next week. Oh, okay. Okay, so sorry about that. So never mind. Anyway, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. So... Uh, I'm going to pick the Ravens to beat the Browns because Baker Mayfield is not healthy and he's not really that yep. good. Um, I'm going to pick the Ravens at a score of 23 to 14. I have 28 to 17 Ravens. Gotcha. You good over there? You're wiggling. No. And then we have the uh, <laughs> Seahawks traveling to Washington to face the football team. I'm going to pick the Seahawks. At a score of twenty-seven to twenty, I'm going to pick the Washington Football Team. Uh, I I want the Seahawks to win, but I I have Washington winning twenty to seventeen. Okay, uh, I have not seen anything from Seattle like the last couple of weeks that gives me any hope in them, and I have seen it from Washington. Hey, Russ is going to have a game where he's going to cook. I hope so. Now, Connor, I hope so. Comes down to the Eagles traveling to New York to face the Giants. Yes, would you does. like to go first? I would. Okay, I would. go ahead. I have the game 30 to 17. Ah, you know what? I, I, I'm going to do this for Freddie Kitchens and just because Jason Garrett's out. 30 to 24 Eagles winning the game. I'm going to say I'll reverse it. I'll go 30 24 Giants. Yeah. Just because they're going to get a boost, and I think this is going to be uh, – oh, God, dude. I, I don't know, man. I'm just afraid that the Giants are going to get it right one week and it's going to be against the Eagles. And with firing Jason Garrett, they might have all the chips in them. So I tell you, Tom – I have my doubts. Tom, I, I've watched every Giant game this year, and I've watched several other games from other teams. I, I, I legitimately think – not that they have the worst roster. I don't think they have the worst roster. And, yes, Jason Garrett's now gone. I, I legitimately think they're the worst team in football. Yeah. Like, uh, just just for how they put, like, every other team has scored more touchdowns than this team. Like, like do I think that their roster is as bad as uh, Detroit? Do I think it's as bad as Houston? No, I don't. But they play worse than them. Yeah. They play worse than them. Like, they they do. They you know just what? do. Yeah, I'm gonna. You know what? For once, for one week, I'm gonna have faith in my team. 
Good. Uh, I'll, I'll pick the Eagles. Good. I think I'm going to pick them 31-20. I'm glad I swayed you against my team. Yeah, you, you know, because I picked the Giants a lot this year, yeah. and they and they really have – because I think there's going to be the game where they get it right, but I, Here, I Here's know. the thing is the Giants are one of those teams, and, like, now it, it could actually be that because there's an actual change. But every time I, I've – even though I haven't really picked the Giants a lot this year after what I've, saw, what I've seen um, the first few games, uh, they're just one of those teams that – they, they can't get out of their own way. And I, I, I would like to hope that it changes under Freddie Kitchens calling the plays, but I have to see it to believe it. And yeah, right. Until I do, they're losing this game. Yeah, well, at least he's an experienced play caller. So that, yeah. he's got that going for him. Yeah. So, Connor, that wraps up our uh, Week 12 picks. And uh, we just see if we get the fuck out of here, huh? Let's get out of here. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to say earmuffs. Yeah, <laughs> earmuffs everybody. All right, everybody. Peace. Enjoy the games. Have a good one. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. eat some stuff. Hoop.